Hello, lovely listeners. This is Courtney checking in to let you know that Jackie and I are currently working really hard on our fourth season. And in the meantime, we are going to go ahead and re-release some episodes for you to revisit, or maybe you missed some of them, and this is actually the first time you get to listen to them. Either way, we're so grateful you're here, and we cannot wait to share season four with you. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon. And welcome to Why Did I Keep This, a podcast about the things that have been living in the back of our closets or hiding in storage for way too long. The trend of constantly spring cleaning has forced us to face why we have such a hard time getting rid of things and examine our relationship with material goods. Hi, I'm Courtney Venace, an actor and video game streamer. I'm also an improviser living in LA with a colorful, quirky, and highly impractical closet. Uh, joining me on the podcast are Lana Cuthbertson, an entrepreneur living in Montreal who has an impressively strict one-in, one-out policy, and who is working towards a closet full of timeless classics. I'm also joined by Jackie Glick, a producer living in LA who is an avid window shopper and loves a sample sale. The Three Closeteers, on a journey through time and space. Hi. Pew! That's my pew, pew. journey through time and space sound. It's good. This, it's very this good. This is a sci-fi show. <laughs> I, I just read a New Yorker article all about UFOs, so like, it's on my brain. <gasps> oh, nice. That's yeah. um, That sounds like middle school Courtney a little bit. I was... I mean, I think we touched on this before, but yeah, I loved loved aliens in the '90s. Aliens were were big, so I'd love to read that article. And Amazing. I am a landed alien. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered about that, Jackie. <laughs> well, um, from Canada to the USA, but oh uh, right, okay, yeah, uh-huh. a, a literal alien, if you will. I just like had a you know, like a moment of like major flashback, you know, in like the near death experience. I had that about our relationship being like, it explains everything. <laughs> Jackie's a landed alien. Um, I will send you, Courtney, the link to the New Yorker article and we could also post it maybe on our Instagram page yes. if listeners are curious. But it was, uh, it was a pretty meandering article about UFOs. Oh but if it's your thing, it was pretty. You know, I imagine if someone's writing about UFOs, they're probably a bit of a meanderer. A yeah. Did bit you, Lynn, on your way to Innisfail or any time you drove from Alberta to British Columbia, did you ever go to UFO Ice Cream? It's on yep. Queen Elizabeth Highway. And it's like, well, I think it's going to British Columbia. And there was this place where we would stop when we were kids and it had pictures of UFOs all over it. And we would just get ice cream on the side of the road. I think it like, I can't even remember the town that it's in. That's amazing. I was just going to say, as a kid, I really wanted to go to Roswell, New Mexico, because, you know, that's where they keep the aliens. And the aliens on that TV show were super hot. Oh my god, I didn't watch oh. it, and now I definitely <laughs> missed out. But I did end up driving through it once as, like, a young adult and was like, oh, okay, I guess I could see why my parents never took me here. Uh, but, you know, it's fine. That's so funny. Lana, I cut you off. What no problem. I was gonna, I was gonna side pull a little pull over into the ice cream lane of this conversation <laughs> and talk about McKay's ice cream in Cochrane, Alberta, which was my road trip ice cream stop. But I do not remember there being any UFO pictures on the wall. It might have been in Cochrane and it wasn't on the wall. It was like on the, was there kind of like a weird park next door? 
with like a postage thing. Anyways, look, I'll call my dad and we'll see what happens. And and we'll get back to you, listeners. We will find out <laughs> where in Alberta, where either in Alberta or British Columbia, you can get ice cream and lick that cone while looking at pictures of old timey UFOs. But until then, plan- here we are today. We'll help you plan your next vacation. <laughs> and then you can drive right over to Drumheller and check out the dinosaurs. Which oh, may- speaking of dinosaurs, oh. that really ties into what I've brought today. Okay, well, oh, this is exciting. I love this. I feel like we've we've already kind of set the stage talking about like the '90s and our childhood mm-hmm. and childhood memories because today uh, we're talking about toys. Toys that we have carried with us from childhood to adulthood. Um, so do, does anybody want to start uh, talking about what they brought, Lana? Well, I was thinking maybe we do start with Jackie's, considering the beautiful dinosaur segue that I'm really that excited to see where this, great this goes. Yeah. Well, okay. Get ready. I am bringing to the table today a childhood stuffed animal named Gobi. Uh, for the Gobi Desert, he is a bright green dinosaur, I suppose, which is off-brand. What kind of dinosaur? I don't know. It's off-brand for me because I was, like, much more of a teddy bear dog person. But in the 90s sure, yeah. at the Alberta Museum, there was some sort of exhibit on dinosaurs from the deserts in the Gobi Desert. And they had this thing. This little stuffed animal named Gobi from the Gobi Desert, and he was my favorite for a long time, and I still have him. Adorable. No, but okay, but real quick. So, was it like a Stegosaurus? Was it like T Rex? Like, a, is it like a long neck? A T Rex? Like a like a pterodactyl? Did it have wings? See, and this. Thank you guys for pointing out why this is so off brand for me. <laughs> I don't know. He was okay. green. The, uh, this is I was as a kid, dinosaurs was definitely a big phase for me. Like I could name all the dinosaurs and even now I'm well, struggling. I was like, well there's a little foot and a long neck. Yeah, and this is it's funny. Right, it's I really funny we're talking thing. about this cuz first of all, my nephew was obsessed with dinosaurs for a good chunk. He went through a huge dinosaur phase. So we got him a dinosaur book and it was the best thing ever and like that was awesome. And now I have an adorable neighbor who uh, loves dinosaurs. He's about the age that my nephew was um, when he loved dinosaurs. So about like four, four years old, kind of around there, give or take. And he only speaks French. And so my partner and I, who are not great in French, working on it, but trying to improve, are sort of trying to figure out like what we can have in common having in to have a conversation with little neighbor four-year-old and dinosaurs like the names of the dinosaurs kind of translate pretty well. So like we just had a conversation with him about like, okay, can you name all the different types of dinosaurs? And he got through like 10 or 12. And this is exact, like, it's exactly, it's funny when you're a kid and you learn all the names of them, this is what you know. And it's a really funny, it's an interesting phase. And it's interesting that Courtney went through this phase and Jackie did not. And and yet, Jackie is the one with the stuffy dinosaur. Yeah, is it a stuff? It's like a little stuffy. Yeah, like a- it's a stuffy. I-, I just was looking on the internet. I don't know. Um, I still can't <laughs> find it. You know, the other day there was a three-year-old over at our house, and he had this truck with like a thing that, um, like a- not a dump truck, but a thing that has like a a diggery thing. Like a bobcat? No. Anyways, Don't the point of the story okay. is, I was like, "Hey, you forgot your truck," and he looked at me and was like, 
my digger or like he like used the <laughs> proper name and I was like I don't I don't know dude <laughs> like and he what was it it's like a there I don't even remember the names for the trucks there's a digger like a there's like a backhoe I also don't oh back don't okay know. all right there's anyways a, I feel like a a big part of childhood was being able to name, like memorize names of things. Like I think it was just sort of like, you know, you learn your shapes and your animals and then you get into like the slightly more advanced stuff and you're like, I can name all the dinosaurs. I can name all the oh, planets. I it was can, an you know excavator. I mean? like, kids have their little, it was an excavator. And an I was like, excavator. dude, you forgot your, your little truck thing. And he looks at me like really condescendingly for a three-year-old and was like, my <laughs> excavator? And I was like, sure, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it just points to the fact that I don't know why I had a dinosaur stuffed animal or like why it was such a coveted toy that I kept it, but there you go. It's a green dinosaur. He had like sort of a flat back and then like little arms and little legs and so my arm like really snuggled him nicely. Mm, it okay. was it was great snuggling um I don't know if you'd call that aerodynamics. Ergonomic? Ergonomic, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe you know what? I haven't seen it. Maybe it is aerodynamic, Jackie. Maybe it is. <laughs> really having First a, a digger. Again, the wrong word for ergonomic. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say that again. I might cut this out. It's so embarrassing. Oh, I really hope you do. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to cut this out. <laughs> Anyways, it was really... What's the word? <laughs> aerodynamic it's aerodynamic jackie an aerodynamic cuddler i think we got the, the title for this podcast <laughs> i think we broke jackie i think we broke um, jackie okay courtney uh, speaking of oh me no, okay. well speaking I'll just a first. quick um oh yeah <laughs> i wanted to tag back to your list like naming things like um mm-hmm uh, when you're a kid, you can like list a bunch of stuff and it evolves like that. And mine was NHL hockey teams, like any good Canadian. <laughs> oh, that is so, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I could definitely name all as a little Southern California girl, just hard NHL. We got the, we got the, the, the <laughs> pucks and we got the Icemen and we got the snow globes. Oh, I was a huge snow globes fan. We got the maple syrup. The shooters. Oh. You've got the San Francisco shooters. You've got the San Francisco has Chicago a winners. You've got the Exactly. This is good. Oh, this is really good. Oh. Um, oh man. Courtney, what is your thing? Yes. I'm really excited to talk okay. about this. Okay. My little toy that I've had since childhood is and I Maybe I've mentioned this on the pod before, but I have a very special Beanie Baby. I used to have a whole collection of Beanie Babies, as any good 90s child uh, had. Uh, and I have since gotten rid of all of them. I actually got rid of most of them, a huge ton of them. They were living in a, um, a big box at my parents' house when they retired. I just took them to Goodwill. Got it's rid like of them. like throwing out you know, stock touched options. Them for- <laughs> I know. I know. I actually did go on eBay and I was like, they're all, they're maybe worth $5 and there's like a hundred of each of them. So the chances of me making anything is ridiculous. Like I'll pass these on to someone else, but I did keep one. And it's mostly because I feel really weird getting rid of it because I think it's weird that it exists to begin with. It's the Princess Diana Beanie Baby. And not only is it the Princess Diana Beanie Baby, it has been kept in one of the, they used to sell like these plastic clear like these uh containers 
uh, with and like the plastic little heart shaped tag um, protectors covers tag protectors. So it, she has a tag protector, and she's been living in a little clear box since like 1997. Uh, she was definitely what I thought would be my most valuable beanie baby, and now I'm sort of like, was it really like techy of a company to like make a stuffed doll and profit? Why off yes, it was. This, it was pretty, like, oh my god. And so it's just like, I felt weird dropping it off at Goodwill. Uh, it just, that seemed like disrespectful somehow. And also, maybe I was sort of like, maybe I'll just check on eBay and see what this is worth. Anyway, it's moved with me from, I, I actually, I did recover it from my parents' house. So I haven't been moving around with it that much. It's only like one or two moves so far, but... It's weird. It's weird. It doesn't. Where does it live? Um, like it, on a like, place of honor, like on the in mantle my, in the no in the no fireplace. It does not. It does not get. It's not right above our fireplace where our Jurassic Park Lego set is. Uh, that's a little bit of a callback to, to earlier. Speaking of dinosaurs, uh, this lives in my guest room closet. Mm. Um, so it's very much just. It's it's on a shelf. You can see it. I wouldn't say it's like proudly displayed, uh, but it's not like I a mean, box. Somewhere. I think we should segue, and I don't know how exactly we're going to do this, but listeners, keep your eyes out because we're going to come out with some weird toy, and then we're gonna we're gonna tell everybody that in twenty years it's going to be worth something. So then we're going to sell things to put the toy into in order to save the toy to not play with it as a child, and to make you think you have something like very valuable, like. Pogs, I think we're mm-hmm. also like maybe Furbies. Furbies. Yeah, uh, I mean action figures. You know, you weren't supposed to like take yeah. those out of. But I think so, I think action were. figures actually might have a market. But I want to start something new and say <laughs> this is important. This is worth your yeah. money, and mm-hmm. buy this box for this thing, and buy this tag protector as well, and. Keep it for 25 years until you have a weird podcast where you can talk about it. <laughs> so I love this. We'll still be doing this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I love this because I was thinking along the very same lines, but in a slightly different vein. First of all, what if we, what if there was beanie coin and anyone who has a beanie baby gets <laughs> oh my one God. beanie coin? Yes. We could turn this <laughs> and into And it's an like Dogecoin or Bitcoin. And then oh. this podcast becomes... An NFT. Yes. And suddenly <laughs> we have spun ourselves some gold out of the Princess Diana Beanie Baby with its protective. I knew she'd cut. Ca- this is why I kept her. <laughs> and I. This is I just it. also want to be clear that I'd like the picture for the coin to be of the Beanie Baby sort of slouched down in the box. <laughs> Like, not, like, just sort of squished into the protective box. Everybody watch out. To be fair, I took her out earlier and squished her back in. She had better posture. We will be coming out with an ICO, an initial coin offering, shortly after the release of this podcast. (laughs) And we will have designed a really good logo, and it will be that bear, as Jackie describes, with some kind of dollar sign on top of it. Mm -hmm. And, um... It's going to be ready. great. And all the people who saved all their valuable Beanie Babies from the 90s will be vindicated with their very own coin. That's what I'm looking for. And that's what I want for you, Courtney, is the vindication of saving that bear. 
That's what I want too. You guys, I had a shirt in middle school that said, I love Beanie Babies. <laughs> yes, that I wish. Yeah. I was looking. I know there's a picture of me <laughs> with it somewhere. But I, yeah, a friend. I wasn't even one I bought for myself. It was a birthday gift from a friend and I loved it. And I wore it all the time. I would bring my Beanie Babies to like school with me. My other friends would bring their Beanie Babies. We, like, I don't know what, like, middle school was a tough time for me. Full of a lot of adjustments. Um... <laughs> So, you know, not my best form, but man, pretty endearing, right? But yeah, this was my prize. This She was definitely my prize possession. Like, I was only one of a few of my friends who had the Princess Diana bear. Um, so at one point, she was very much proudly uh, displayed in my bedroom. Um, we... And then I'm pretty sure I got to high school and was like, oh, no. We had... <laughs> she must hide. We had the Jerry Garcia teddy bear one. <gasps> Mm-hmm. I was about to say, oh, you mean Cherry well, Garcia? Well, that's the thing. I, like, I thought that the they had named it after the ice cream, and I didn't get it. <laughs> I, like, got the bear. I was like, cool, I guess this one's named after ice cream. Yeah, I definitely didn't understand. Not my favorite flavor, either. but I'll take I the bear. I was just like, I don't know. I was just like, I don't know, some old person reference. Honestly, but, I had no idea. I thought, it, I thought the ice cream came first. But look, and then the Tide Beanie Baby came second. But I was wrong on both accounts. I was today years old when I figured out this whole mystery of the flavor, <laughs> so don't feel too bad, everybody. Um, Lan, what did, what have you saved in your toy section of uh, the world? Well, on the theme of stuffies, I was a big stuffies fan, and like gradually, gradually, gradually over the years, you know, hung hung on to fewer and fewer stuffies um, until a few years ago, I finally gave away all but two. To my niece and nephew, and one of them I was hanging on to for like guilt reasons. I remember having like a tantrum one day shopping at the mall with my dad, and I was demanding to have this stuffed puppy dog. And he got it for me. He gave in and relented, and I felt so guilty about it that I kept it until I was 29 years old. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, that is not what we're talking about today, though. Um, I brought two items. Maybe it's cheating a little bit, but these are the two. I have two stuffies left, and they're the two of them. And one of them is a Babar stuffed elephant. So Some cute. of you, or Babar, uh, depending on your preferred pronunciation. Uh, he's got a little crown. He's got a vest that used to have buttons, but where those buttons were, there's just old, dried, dirty glue on this nice. vest. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, he's not clean. He's a, he's not a clean elephant um but as a kid i was just a huge fan of babar and it's just a weird sentimental thing and like i just kept it for some reason it's one of those weird things that like i'm now old enough i think i'm realizing now that i haven't thought about it in long enough to even remember why i liked babar so much and why i kept this thing but like i guess it was it's just such a funny thing i just have kept it and like i was thinking during the intro my one in, one out policy. Well, I have not taken in stuffed animals in a very long time, so I've not <laughs> had to consider which one goes out. And so these have j- literally, this is the definition of something sitting in the back of my closet for ages. And then this other one here is a doll, like a sort of stuffed doll. And her name is Marigold, named after a, like a cartoon TV show. I don't even remember. I'll have to find out which one it was. But there was a... She kind of reminds me of like an Anne of Green Gables. Yeah, she like does she look just like and... Anne of Green Gables. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's she's got like red yarn for hair that's braided and a cute little like 
dress with a little apron and a little hat to match. Um, and she's like, she was made for me by my grandmother. So like my grandmother sewed oh, so on cute. the yarn eyes and smile and nose and like sewed the outfit and the hat and like made the hair out of yarn and made the little apron and like the doll itself is like one of those dolls i'm sure that you could buy probably at sewing stores like just a pre-stuffed nothing on it type of you know like doll stuffy it's like not even mm-hmm. i don't even know how to describe it but it's like yeah it's like you you buy the basic and then you personalize yeah. it just like a little human figure and then you can dress it up and add a face and yeah, yeah i love that's a great that's a great craft that's a great thing to She's hmm. cute. Sorry, she's really cute. Yeah. yeah, she's a real cutie, and that's a really great gift idea. I would love. Her to hat do that keeps hitting the mic. Just FYI to our listeners, this doll is sabotaging <laughs> the audio, but she is cute. Okay, here, just this is what she sounds like. <laughs> um, she is sassy, and she's got a big hat yeah. to prove it. And like this one, my 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 grandmother made it for me, so the, you know, and. No, oh, you can't no, get rid of that. I can, you know, That's... Babar is like, okay, you know what? If if it's between the two, Babar, you know, he was good while he well, lasted. Well, he can also be time. replaced if necessary. Yeah, exactly. But like this doll that my grandmother like made for me is, um, I think I'll be holding on to her. I think she's just one of those things that like, you know, the doll and the pearls <laughs> from my grandmother. Mm. One mm. of my best friends just had yeah. a baby and like, she lent the baby her favorite stuffy, and then people started buying stuffies, and she was like, well, now you have your own, and I shall take mine back. Thank you very much. <laughs> Amazing. That's good. Yeah. Honestly, I get that. It's like, okay, you have your stuff. I'm happy to share. Yeah. This was never yours. Yeah. <laughs> Set boundaries I'm friends with your with baby. Joey and the penguin. And and uh, Rachel and Ross's baby really loves the penguin, and he like does not have any interest in giving her the penguin. Yeah, Lana's oh. nodding. Super oh yeah, fan I know that her. one. I I did also recently watch the Friends reunion. Oh. I don't I yeah. don't know if I need to like confess that or I watched I it. <laughs> it was great. I had no complaints at all. No complaints. And uh, yeah, I totally remember the one with the stuffed penguin. <laughs> exactly. Adorable penguin. Which is how they say it in Britain. <laughs> There's a weird pronunciation of penguin. Penguin? It's like, hmm. Isn't it? Now I know. Now I'll know. Do you know, know. the British can I, can people? Can we get on here to confirm uh, that? He's actually, I think he's in a meeting, but can I, can I tell you something crazy that British people do? Yeah. Yes. A person who plays the saxophone. Lana, go ahead and tell us what that word would be in, Amer- in like North American English. A saxophonist? Yeah. In England, it's a saxophonist. What? What? That's what I said. <laughs> I can't. I don't even. Saxophonist. Saxophonist. Like sax. No. Isn't that the weirdest no. one? Can you say it with a British accent? Maybe it'll make sense. I'm not British allowed accent. to do a British accent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. What? What about empty hangers for toys? Like, is there anything? Do you guys remember a toy? I have one. You do. I have one. I do. I think about it. I actually think about it. And it's like, I don't need, why, why do I think about this? I, okay, I, actually, I can tell you why I think about it. So, Corduroy the Bear. Did you read that book with the little stuffed bear? And he goes and he gets his little corduroy overalls, and that's why he's called Corduroy. Yeah. 
I had a corduroy bear with little corduroy overalls and I took him to a slumber party. And of course we were like dressing up our stuffed animals or whatever and somehow the corduroys got lost. So he was just a bear. And I was heartbroken. I looked everywhere for them. Anyway, I grew up, got rid of him at some point. But I just, like, I've had the guilt of, like, like, I feel like I lost Corduroy when I lost his Corduroys. Um, Like, he was still a very good snuggle bear, but he just wasn't, he wasn't the same. And that's the thing I think about, like, okay, so right now I'm, I'm looking for a pair of my glasses that I can't find anywhere. And I'm having, like, flashbacks to this, like, searching for corduroys, corduroys, where I'm like, where could it possibly be? I've looked at all of the logical places. I've even looked in illogical places. Um, and so I don't know where that little bear is, but that w- that one would have been, I felt like that's a good one for me to have held on to because he was a sturdy little bear. He would have made a great hand-me-down. So I don't know where he is. I hope he's in a little department store somewhere finding a, a new button for his corduroys. Oh, like Toy Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I... I had recently, um, as I think everyone who's ever heard an episode of this podcast knows, I went through the basement of my parents' house recently and got rid of a lot of my old stuff, and there was a big box of teddy bears and whatever, and actually I was like, well, I mean, you're stuffing, like, living humans in a bag in your basement. I mean, it's time to get rid of them. (laughs) And I was like, uh, he's like, you've seen Toy Story. You don't need all these bears. (laughs) Anyways, so I'm sorry to the bears that I suffocated for so many years but they're off to better places now yeah yeah no between brave little toaster and toy story um it's it's hard not do you think that's why we've all kept our like animal bear things that we like believe to be kind of not not alive (laughs) oh for sure yeah i used to give I used to give my stuffed animals more blankets than I would give myself as a kid. I was so worried about them. That's so sweet. Yeah. And it was mostly because of Brave Little Toaster. I was like, I don't want them to be mad at me or feel abandoned. Here, you have the blankets. Uh, And meanwhile, I'm just like freezing. Oh, yeah. In the corner of my bed. Yeah, poor Gobi. I would do it But Gobi's actually, I mean, full disclosure, Gobi is in a closet right now with Trouble and and Bigly. Uh, A teddy bear and a dog. (laughs) So they're at least hanging out together, you know? That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, I had a little teddy bear called Favorite. I just named him Favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I wonder how your other teddy bears felt about that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and he was like hmm. an ugly, ugly teddy bear. Like he was maybe half a foot tall and like very not well stuffed. And um, he had different patterns for all his limbs, like a, a satiny red arm and like a corduroy green arm. And, like, he was just differently patterned. He had cute little ears. But he was not really an attractive kid. But he was my favorite. And his arm even fell off at one point, And someone sewed it back on. Probably my gran. And uh, at some point, I don't know when or how or who made the decision. But he went away. And uh, I'll never forget favorite. I'll never forget him. He was my favorite. Well, that's a great name. For a real live dog. A child. That'd be really funny. I would actually, no, like, I would love to meet a family who has, like, three children and a dog named Favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be special. That, wow, you've inspired me, Jackie. That's, I mean, minus the children, but just a dog named Favorite. Yeah, you don't even need the kids, but it would add to the comedy. Um, It would. It really would. That's, it's perfect. Uh, Lena. 
how's your how's your dad doing? Do you think he has any wisdom or any uh, are there any quotes that or any any dad stuff that you can think that would relate to what we've talked about today? Um, yeah, really good, really good question. Um, now here's the here's the sad fact. I'm starting to lose track of which dad quotes I've already um, shared on this podcast. So for some reason, the one that comes to mind that I've been like, um, we'll allow a repeat. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's for conversation. Okay. Uh, have I shared the one that goes, it's a step-by-step process and you can't skip any steps? No. I don't think you've shared that on the I podcast. I think that's new. Okay. I think that's okay. new. Okay. That's, mm-hmm. that's a dad quote. Um, and maybe that's, you know, maybe it speaks to getting rid of stuff. It's a step-by-step process. Everyone's process is different and you can't skip any steps, but like... You know, it, that that piece of advice comes up more often for me than you would think. It's a pretty common, it's a step-by-step process and you can't skip any steps. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense with with toys especially because it's like a slow growth out of them, right? Like, And they're so emotional. You know? It's an it's, emotional journey. They're so emotional. Yeah, exactly. You have so many memories with them and, you know, we there's so much like content, movies, TV shows, books about these you know, your toys come into life. Mm-hmm. And um, they're also like uh, such a source that, of comfort when you're a kid. Yes. And like something like inanimate that you can take with you or leave in your parents' closet, depending on who you are. And just to always have that to go back to. It's like baby blankets. I think like 90% of my friends still have their baby blankets. I feel like that's an episode because I also have my baby blanket and she is in shambles. Yes. Yeah, she's, she's in bad condition, but I can't get rid of her. Blanky. I'm yeah, sure it was 90% of people's. Uh, you know what? We have to do an mm-hmm. episode. I, I still everybody has an their episode blankies. on blankies. But I think teddy bears and toys, you know, not far off from the emotional imprint that we put onto these things. Yeah, those formative years. Those were your, you know, your first friends. They went on vacations with you. They were always there for you when you were sad or, you know, just at nighttime. Mm-hmm. They were... They were, yeah, like I said, first the first best friends. The first friends, for sure. Me and Princess Diana. <laughs> in a in a glass box on the canvas. Courtney cuddling so with this covered. very non-ergonomic glass box. <laughs> Not even a little bit aerodynamic. <laughs> Look, everybody wants their bears to fly. <laughs> um, well, friends... This what a delight. What a fun episode. Uh, it has been very heartwarming to revisit this little conversation. I hope we all hold on to these. I mean, I don't – actually, I don't really care about holding on to mine. I just don't know how to get rid of it in a way that makes sense. But I hope that you hold on to yours because I'm sad about losing my own. Um, well, friends uh, – Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Thank you to Akshay, our producer. Thank you to Genevieve Vincent for our snazzy composition. Um, And thank you to you, our listeners. Finally, we'd love to thank the Bolero for being fashion's most practical invention. Um, You can follow us on Instagram at Why Did I Keep This for some of these visuals of the things that we talked about uh, that we have kept. And you can let us know in the comments uh, if they belong in the trash. But, you know, you can also be nice about it. Uh, So until next week... Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.